Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is the fun cast. We, uh, we're going to shoot from the hip here. We're going to hit a lot of topics um, just a little disclaimer, uh, we had some technical difficulties while recording this podcast. So first half of the podcast you're going to hear was recorded on Thursday, December 8th, and the second half of the podcast was on December 7th. So um, if things don't seem chronologically correct when you're hearing this, that is why we are not we, and we also, are, if, not if, we sound, if we sound a little more sober right now than we do later on, that's also why. <laughs> we didn't immediately get drunk. I'm going to go the <laughs> other way because I wasn't drinking last night, so I've got a beer right now. So, um, Yeah, Trent, you sound less hydrated in the literal sense, not in the, the jokey beer sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it as one. Um so, uh, again, uh, like we say on every podcast, if you like what you hear, let us know what you like. Um, let us know what you don't like, what we could do better. Um, we want to hear feedback. Um, that really helps us. What are the socials to give us the feedback on, Joey? So, Instagram and Twitter are both the same, at Heartland Pulse. You'll find uh, all of our smoking videos, all of our locks, all of our picks. We did start a college bowl uh group if you guys want to join that the uh, password and everything is put on twitter follow us on there join in um i don't don't know if we'll have any prizes or anything but you can also just use it to talk shit to us yeah. after you kick our asses so but you won't because i'm gonna win so don't worry about that <laughs> mm, that's awesome. we know confident. how my we know how all my picks go so far yeah We'll get to that later in the pod. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, you can find us on Facebook, Pulse of the Heartland, and also our brand new YouTube channel. Just search Pulse of the Heartland. We've got a couple of the podcast videos on there now, and we'll be posting more on there as we go. All right, Uncle Joe, what are you drinking? So I am sticking with the Broadway brewery theme. I have uh, a beer. It's a toasted oat coffee stout. Usually not my cup of tea. I'm usually not big into this but it's one of their uh, uh limited edition stuff and it's actually really good it's called lofty pursuits and i pulled a bryant and they've got these shiny orbs of hot air balloons floating in clouds and the whole can's kind of like glowy and cool and i was like oh i want that because of the can so i pulled a bryant and got beer because of a can Hey. All right. <laughs> Uncle Joe also judges a book by its cover. Yep. Tonight I do. <laughs> Worked out so far, hasn't it, Joey? Yeah, it's pretty damn good. 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 All right. Well, Homer Bryrant, what are you drinking? Well, on the having too much fun cast last night, I uh, had too many beers. So right now I, I am, I'm the Trent tonight. I am drinking my water right now, but it is out of my uh, mug night mug when I went out every I'm sorry, Mom, not every Thursday in college, but <laughs> a good chunk of them. So I'm at least drinking out of my drinking cup. How about that? Very nice. West River Ryan, what are you drinking? Uh, same situation with Bryant. Uh, water tonight. 
the 116 Oak and Eden was a little too much last night. So yeah. just, just going with water. Man, I, I don't know why you all felt terrible today. I felt great. So You missed out on a good time. <laughs> yeah. All right, Clark Hambone Brewbaker, what are you drinking? A little bit of Pendleton whiskey and water. Still nice. keeping with the NFR theme, huh? I mean, I've got a couple more nights left. Three, Enjoy three while more. you can, dude. Yep, three more. Sharon, what are you doing at night since you're not on call? I am just uh, going simple. I have a Michelob Golden Light. Nothing fancy. Hmm. No no small brewery around South Dakota like I've been doing every podcast or in Iowa. But, uh, yep, Michelob Golden Light, that's it. Nice. Nothing too exciting here. So all the advertisements on uh, NFR, they've got the was it gold buckle beer? Mm-hmm. Have you guys had that? No, I want to tr- find it and try it. I've only so ever I had, had it. it. This. Oh, go ahead. I've only ever had gold buckle beer whenever I was at a PRCA event in Deadwood. Yeah, that's exactly where we where I had it this summer. Yeah, it's, uh, I, it's not bad for love, light beer. It's not bad. Yeah, I'd love to come out uh, to the. The rodeo out in Deadwood. I know we were there. Well, it was during your wedding last year. Um, Should have went. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's whatever August, I believe, or no July. I'm looking at a picture yeah. of the can when, right when now. When did you get married, Ryan? Come on, you got to think about that. <laughs> she, oh, Jeez. I'm in trouble now. God, <laughs> you better hope Rebecca doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> well, good news, guys. No. Yeah, come come on out. End of July, we'll go play some golf too. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, let's jump into this thing. Uh, first up, we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the meats that we smoked here. Um, I'll jump in and just uh, talk about the ham that I did. Uh, again, I did on Sunday. The uh, reels I did on Instagram are up. You can see those. And I posted uh, basically step-by-step on how to do this. But it's just a ham. So very easy cook. Uh, a ham is already cured, already kind of cooked there. So you're basically just warming this up. Um, what I did was I put mustard on it for a binder. That's in one of the pictures. And uh, you can put any rub on it that you that you prefer. I found the uh, Fire and Smoke Society's uh, Pork Perfect Rub, and it was really good. So I rubbed it down with that. And then I put it on the smoker at uh, 300 for uh, about two hours. And I put it on a grate over a pan of apple juice. Uh, after that two hours was up, I tented it with some foil just so that condensation from the apple juice can get up in there and kind of stay in that foil. Uh, made it kind of sweet. So that was really good. And then put some glaze on it. Uh, The glaze was very easy to make. It was just uh, brown sugar, some uh, chicken stock, and apple juice. I've also seen recipes, instead of the chicken stock, you could use like a bourbon. uh, Mm. Because you're, you you simmer that for about Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. So you're very, you know, you're cooking the alcohol out of it, basically. But uh, after we simmered that, we put it on the ham and just let that go for like 20 more minutes took it off it was ready to go and it was excellent um i really enjoyed it that the rub from the fire and smoke society was very good 
Nice. Uh, so, a couple questions. You didn't score it or anything, right? You just put the binder on and didn't open it up at all, right? Correct. I did not. Okay. And then when you say you tented it, did you do any injections with it also? And then the tenting, um, you just put tinfoil over the top, correct? Correct. Yeah, just the tinfoil over the top. I did not inject this at all. Um, But yeah, just the tinfoil over the top. And as you can see in some of the reels, it was very windy Mm -hmm. in South Dakota on Sunday. So I had a hard time keeping that tinfoil on there when I'd open Mm -hmm. the smoker. Nice. Yeah. Um, Next. So I I did kind of the same thing for Thanksgiving. Uh, Mine was a little bit smaller, but I did score mine and everything. Um, I do next time want to try a spiral ham and then see if I can get more of the flavors down inside of it, uh, kind of open up in those flaps and stuff. So any thoughts on that? Um, I haven't done a spiral cut ham, but I would love to. Like, we did one on Thanksgiving on the, that Sunday, but mm-hmm. I didn't smoke it. We just did it in the oven. Yeah. So I've never done a spiral cut ham on the smoker. I want to. Yep. Every time we basically do a ham for Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Like that's our go-to. Like that spiral cut is awesome. Oh, right. Yeah. This yeah, was, just... this was just a ham that we got these vouchers from work that you could get a free ham or Turkey from mm. like Hy-Vee and Sioux Falls. And uh, they were having a deal where if you bought a ham, you got a Turkey Yep. for, you know, under a certain weight for free. So I took that voucher, bought the ham with it and then got my Turkey. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Did you get the high chai? That's the important question. I did not. <laughs> I was just there being thrifty, okay? No high chai. Oh, that, like that's dangerous. It's like when you're going to Walmart or Target and you're kind of looking around with that high chai there. You're like, you know what? I could just get a quick meal to go. That, that's what hits me every <laughs> damn time I go there. I've never had so it. so good. And it is uh, reasonably priced. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never had it. Nice. So, um, we all, all of us that smoke on this podcast, we all smoke on pit bosses. So that's what we talk a lot about them. And it sounds like Ryan had a, an issue with his, but had a good experience with, with them. Yes. So my igniter went out over the weekend. So I was going to do a, a ham myself, but that didn't end up happening. But I called the, uh, Called Pit Boss on a Saturday, and within 10 minutes, I was set up for a new free igniters replacement sent out to me. So, should be getting that this week. Shout out to Seth for his amazing customer service. So, <laughs> Pit Boss, you need to give Seth a big old raise, please. Yeah, yeah they, took, they took really good care of me. Very happy with it. Let's get him on the pod. Let's get him yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Seth. Yeah. Seth, put on your boss about sponsoring us, too, please. Mm-hmm. I'm um, sure there's I'll, only uh, one set customers. that that works at Pit Boss, right? Yeah, I'll just call customer service multiple times until I get him. And uh, <laughs> you're not Seth. Hang up, Harry. <laughs> not my Seth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since Ryan was out of commission, uh, didn't sound like he smoked anything. But Joey, did you smoke anything this weekend? I did not this weekend. I was busy with our company Christmas party and stuff. I know. Excuses, excuses. But I did not. Um, tonight, I did throw cream cheese on. 
and made some dip for tomorrow. So I put a reel up on Instagram. You can check that out. Use the uh, Fire and Smoke Society chicka a bam bam and some garlic salt. So yeah, it turned out pretty good. I just took them off not too long ago. And that's another thing uh, for novice. If you just you're getting into it, the cream cheese is excellent, mm-hmm. and it's super easy. Right. Yeah. Uh, if I so I have a couple of the racks that you could buy that are like silicone, whatever, mm-hmm. so that they uh, non-stick. But even if you just use a piece of tinfoil, put that on there and let a little bit fall off. It's fine. But yeah, that shit is amazing. So try that. Yeah, that's all I do is just uh, tinfoil. Mm-hmm. Spray it with some Pam. Good yeah, I, I found those racks are super handy when I do my wings and I do a whole, you know, whole smoker full of wings so those are super handy yeah i've had uh had a few wings slip through the cracks yep. so you know lost one here or there so yeah having one of those yeah. that you, racks that you have would be nice they're 15 dollars at walmart they're super cheap uh, super easy there you go mm-hmm. all right any uh in clark um i saw you were smoking some stuff today actually i was I was using my smoker. It was not turned on. I was just using the the contained area inside that smoker to do some cold smoking. I threw some cheeses on there, got some good smoke flavor uh, into those by just doing that little co- cold smoke technique. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> while I was doing that, I was cooking up some chili as well. So that I... was delicious this evening. Nice. What uh, What kind of cheese did you smoke? I had uh, a bunch of Colby Jack and uh, a few blocks of some cheddar. Um, I just went to Dylan's, grabbed a grabbed a cardboard carton of uh, blocks of cheese, and walked on out. Nice. <laughs> Didn't pay for it. Oh, I did pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Clark admitted to shoplifting. Right. <laughs> Newton P is uh, listening right now. You're in trouble. Yeah, so that cheese looks good. Uh, Your chili looks really good, too. Did you use some brisket in that? Nope. I did not have any brisket left Mm. in my freezer. I did look for some. Um, Actually, the uh, chili is just a pound of hamburger and a pound of pulled pork. I actually did use a little bit of bacon in this cook this time. Mm. But uh, other than that, it's my my usual technique of a little sweet, little heat. Nice. So... We've got a chili cook-off next Friday for our uh, company. It's not really a Christmas party, but it's a gift exchange. And uh, I'm talking so much shit at work. I can't wait to win that motherfucker. So, well, <laughs> Use Clark's recipe. It, it is award-winning. So I am not. I will use my recipe and wipe the floor. You better hope so after talking like that. Uh, no one for my work. You have a bunch anyway. of ten dollar bets that work with this. <laughs> I'm about, about ready to. Hey, if I keep doing these ten dollar bets, I'm going to strike it at some point. So, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, yep. I do have one question about the chili, though. We, yep. uh, I've seen a lot of the over the top chili on Instagram, and then that Pit Boss Facebook group that I follow. Um, either one of you had any thoughts about trying that, or do you even know what I'm talking about? No idea what you're talking about. I have not seen it. Okay, so what they do is they'll take that top rack and they'll put their chili in like their cast iron or even in just their crock pot itself, put that on the bottom rack and in the top rack they'll put their 
meat. I've seen people just like put a ball of meat on that top rack and just let it uh, smoke and all the drippings get into the chili. And supposedly it makes it taste amazing. And to me, that would just add way too much fucking grease for me. But I don't know. I've I've seen that te- technique done before, but with like uh, baked beans or something like that down below. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't haven't thought about doing it with chili though yet. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I, it looks like it's catching on like crazy on that pit boss group. So I saw people do like steaks, or someone even did their whole brisket over like their tri their top. Sorry, the brisket tip uh, on that and. That I think would be good. That wouldn't be, you know, too much grease. But if you're doing just plain old hamburger or like chorizo, like I do, I saw someone put a ball of hamburger wrapped in bacon. And I was like, you know how much <laughs> grease is going to be in that goddamn <laughs> chili? Like, I would not want that anywhere near my shit. So, yeah. Um, so I have seen, I didn't do it when I did my chili on the, uh, on the pit boss, but if you're going to do chili on the pit boss, I heard it's really good to like take your, your ground beef before you cook it mm-hmm. and put it on there and cook it on the smoker and then mm-hmm. mash it up. For, so it's like, uh, you know, you're, so it's brown. So you get that smoke flavor in the ground beef and yeah. then you put your vegetables on there too, and then cut them up, throw them in the chili and mm-hmm. then put it back on the smoker when it's all, you know, your concoctions all together. Yeah. Um, to finish it off um See, why why are you putting vegetables in chili uh i think i think brian's a, a pure anti-vegetable <laughs> person very I don't wanna, right now i don't want to share my chili with brian so it's one way <laughs> to do that anti-vegger over here <laughs> yeah so no if you're gonna do like you know some jalapenos or green peppers or something mm-hmm. in there um yeah they say to smoke them first and then put them in which i think that'd be a great idea i should i should try that i definitely want to start doing a smoking my jalapenos and stuff before i put it in my uh jalapeno popper mac and cheese that i do on the smoker um that sounds fucking delicious uh but i cheat when i do my chili so i use rotel i don't like to spend time with vegetables i just want them in there but uh, i always put my meats in my cast iron and smoke them yeah and i never never thought of doing that until i read about that i'm like mm. That would be a lot more smoky than just putting it all on there. Right. Just to warm it up like I did. But it was still good. So it's the key to a good chili season and get your meat the flavor you want it to get. Because if you try to season after it's in the red sauce, it doesn't work. What do you do when a skunk sprays you? You take a bath and tomato soup, tomato juice. That's the same thing that's going to happen to your seasoning. It's just going to go away as you dump it in. That's a good analogy. Never yep. thought of that. This is why I want to win every chili cook-off ever. This is why we have <laughs> you on the pod, Joey, to, to relate chili to skunks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink and I know things that are not things. Just what I make up in my head. <laughs> All right. Any, anybody else got anything to uh, in, about food that they're making? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Anybody got any plans for this weekend, what they're going to make? I am doing two racks of ribs, cheesy potatoes, and I was told a, a side salad, but I think I'm going to do broccoli instead for my brother and his family and my girlfriend on Friday. 
Nice. Yeah. I was about to ask you, Joey, how you were going to cook a side salad on the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> just the ribs. I'll let it drip the drippings onto the lettuce, and we'll just have wilted lettuce. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just does an extra set of ribs and takes them off and be like, oh, my salad. Sorry. Yep, turned, exactly. turned into ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Messed it up again. Exactly. All well, right. So... The Ron Swanson, that, that's the food my food eats. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the boys from the Heartland will be right back. All right, so some college basketball. Um, the AP poll came out on Monday. Uh, looking here, it looks like there's 11 teams from the Heartland in the top 25, and Iowa's getting votes. Uh, so half, basically half the top 25 is from the Heartland. Uh, so strong in basketball. Purdue, they jumped to, to number one. Uh, Kansas, Alabama, they're all in the top 10 from the heartland here. Iowa State, like I always say, just as we expected, number 17 undefeated still. Yep. One of 11 left right now. Yep. So, yeah, after a two-win season, we all expect a number eight, ranked number 17, about to beat their rival. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, they're going to continue on with the streak too, dude. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just talk about Iowa State here. Um, they played Creighton. Um, in the last week here, again, their defense pretty much won them the game. They forced a ton of turnovers. Uh, and I've said this in multiple podcasts. I'm going to keep saying it. that It is refreshing to see an Iowa State basketball team play defense after what we've had the last six yeah. or seven years. My buddy TJ said it perfectly. You know, we, we went into that game, and that was – the worst start I've seen in some time on Iowa State basketball, just low scoring. You know, I had switched from the from the Iowa football game, and it was they were scoring just as many points. I think they had three until you know about eleven minutes left in the in the first half. It was it was refreshing to see not only like you're saying, Trent, we have finally some good basketball to root for, but just as well that we didn't even play our best game and we came back and then we <clears throat> pretty handily force those turnovers and beat Creighton at that point. Nice diss. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to win a game and not have to score 85 points to do it. Yeah. No, it, it it's weird. Like, like I said, like we've been probably, you know, the 60, 60s to 70 range all year. And I'm used to the, you know, DeAndre Kane and Monte Morris, you know, Niang, where they where they're putting up 85 90 a night and it's kind of nice knowing that you know hey we're going to shut these teams down and we don't have to you, you know go gangbusters and, and jack up threes every time if we're just playing this fundamental basketball honestly and just getting it done at that point nothing fancy they're just you know playing defense making it when making moves when they need to yep and i will take that all year as long as they keep winning i don't care if it's boring basketball winning is fun that yep. takes care of the boring Winning cures everything, dude. Correct. Yeah, just look at Iowa football. <laughs> yeah, do but, we want to talk about Iowa football after this last weekend? No, that was the last pod. Okay. That was the yeah. sad Joey pod that came out the other day. Yeah. So, wah, wah. I mean, I, I can definitely keep going in on Iowa if you want me to, Joey. 
I could keep going in on your face if you keep talking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um KU, K State, Wichita State. We got some Kansas teams here, and two of them played each other in the last week. They sure did. Uh K State visited Wichita here. Um and they were playing at Interest Bank Arena there in Wichita. It's never a very good venue for Wichita State. They never seem to play their best whenever they're there. And neither team really did very well um, from what I've heard. Um, really just a kind of sloppy game all throughout. Kansas State did get together a little bit towards the end. Managed to put a little bit of a, a little bit of run together, get a little bit of separation. They came out of that. I think they were up oh, six or seven points to get that win. But uh, looking ahead um, – K-State, they've got Marquette here. Um, actually, they just played Marquette today. I haven't even looked at that result. Uh, that's part of the Big East, Big 12 battle. Um, Wichita State, they're looking at Norfolk State here this weekend. Norfolk State is 9-2, and two, so we'll see how that matchup goes. Hmm. Uh, then to uh, KU here, um, they played UTEP last night, handled that one by about 20 points and then this weekend they have the border war playing against the mizzou tigers that game has not been played since february 2012 it was a very close affair then it went into overtime and ku came out of it um 87 86 victors uh so be be looking for that one on saturday nice help you out a little bit uh marquette beat k-state uh, 64 63. Oh, close one, close game. Yeah. But I mean, Marquette, I just saw I was actually watching the game earlier. They have Shaka Smart as their coach now. Wait, what? Yeah, went on from Texas. Did Texas huh. fire him already? I guess. I, I, I can't, I'd have to look up who the new Texas coach is, but. You know, Marquette's always one of those teams like we always talk about, you know, that you, you see them on your March Madness, you usually pick them. So, I don't know. It's kind of nice to have a big name there and hopefully, you know, keep competing. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought up Texas. I meant to tell you this before. Uh, there is one person at my work that does listen to this podcast, and uh, she's a huge Alabama fan and wanted me to tell the guy that talks shit about Steve Starkeesian to shut the fuck up. <laughs> she's like, we will take him back in a second as offensive coordinator. I don't care if he's a head coach or not. And I just laughed. I'm like, he sucks. Why do you want him? She she's adamant to just tell you to shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, it, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of Texas fans that will welcome him leaving at this point. Oh, I'm sure too. I I argued with her. I was like, I that why? I I'm a Falcons fan. We had him as a coordinator, and I don't ever want him near that facility again so i totally forgot this i don't know why shaka smart was fired or left or whatever to texas but chris beard is their coach now yes, he left that's... texas tech to go to texas correct mm-hmm. yeah i've totally forgot about that winning a freaking natty at texas tech and then you now it's sec but at that time you're moving to an in-conference rival that that's that's a, a just an odd story. I, I can't, yeah. can't believe I didn't remember that. Yeah, that happened before the whole SEC thing went down. Mm-hmm. Well, the SEC thing's been going down for a couple of years with nobody knew about it. So yeah. maybe he did. I don't know. 
Wait, did you say he won in that? No, they lost to Virginia, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they went to the national championship. They lost. Yeah. yeah okay. That... Yep. I've never said yeah. I've been a, a a very factually correct man, other than the shit I talk about Sarkeesian. Oh no! <laughs> You're right. Uh, no, I was just double checking. I was like, I don't remember Texas Tech winning a national championship, but no, I do remember that game though. Overtime. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to the Big Ten, Iowa. Had to th- run into Purdue, but they got past Illinois this past week. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost both games, and both games were super close. Uh, they played better than I thought they were going to. Purdue, they didn't have Keegan. Um, he just wasn't out there. They only lost by seven without their best player to the number one team in the nation. I'll take that. Uh, Illinois, the, it was a close game down the stretch. Uh, I, I thought they had a better chance than they actually did because I like Coburn, um, but they were also missing their starting small forward. But uh, the other freshman, like four, like, I don't, I don't know what you call him power guard, I guess, or point forward. That's what they call him in the NBA. He is super fucking good. He's going to be a great NBA player at Illinois, but everything in Illinois goes through Coburn. They shut him down in the first half and they, couldn't in the second, and he finally took over and wore him down inside. And I think that is going to be Iowa's Achilles heel all of the Big Ten season. Yeah, that and they didn't have their best player against Purdue, and Purdue right. has a roster full of people over seven foot one. Mm-hmm. That's usually a problem. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know who matches up well with Purdue. Uh, Gonzaga – has those two tall dudes, but I mean, since they don't have Sabonis or whatever anymore, I don't know. They no one really matches up well with a seven four dude that can actually kind of move. The the monsters they would. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, hell, even even the Zags, the team like you're saying that might be able to compete. I mean, hell, they've dropped a couple games. Now they're two two of the top five teams, but it's just it's just weird seeing you know seeing them have two losses already this year. Right. Yeah. Usually they get their first loss. Sometime in the regular second loss is usually about in the round of uh, mm-hmm, 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, How did I know you were going to go there? Because I always do, and that's why mm-hmm. we have no listeners in Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Well, that's the only reason we have no <laughs> listeners in Spokane, Washington. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So we've talked about Iowa and <laughs> Iowa State. They play each other tomorrow on Friday. So by the time this podcast comes out um, – I think Iowa State wins this game by a couple points. I think it's going to be close, but we keep talking about Iowa State's defense. Um, Keegan Murray, though, for Iowa, he'll be back. So it, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and this one is at Hilton, just like the women's game, right? Yes, yep. correct. Yep. So I'm assuming Iowa State's probably three-point favorite or so. Four, like four and a half, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna stick with a bet that I want to make with you guys. Uh, we talked about it last night before the technical difficulties, but ten dollars a game to each one of you for the men's and women's. Uh, women's I've already lost, so I know you accepted the bet, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna hold on to my Venmo until it goes back to zero once the Iowa men whoop that Iowa State ass. Nah, man. We're... 
We're 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 gonna, we're gonna take it in Hilton. I would say we 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 didn't quite get it done in re- wrestling earlier this this uh weekend, but we'll take care of it. Women's basketball already got it done. I, there's gonna be another uh, bout of Hilton magic here, dude. Man, what do you I think? hope that they uh have the players farther away from the crowd than they did in the wrestling game. <laughs> They'd Lord. be sitting in their freaking laps. Yeah, exactly. That was terrible. So, yeah. what's your prediction, Joy? What's what's it going to be? Iowa by how many? Oh man, it, it'll be close. I bet. I, I think Iowa. the notes here say that it's Iowa by fifty. Oh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what somebody yeah. has typed in. <laughs> oh, I did that last night. Yep, <laughs> Iowa by at least fifty. Okay, <laughs> I'll take those odds, Joy. If I'll, I'll take the uh, plus fifty for Iowa State. <laughs> oh no, we're we're doing money line. Oh, we're darn, doing money okay. line. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Iowa State wins by five. They're going to cover the spread. Yeah, I I'll... bet it's. I bet, man. Brian. If I were a betting man, I would take it within the. Apparently, you I are think. a betting man. <laughs> <laughs> About everything. <laughs> Bryant, what do you think? I, I'll put ten dollars on Bryant takes outside the spread. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Joey, just get your your Hamilton ready at that point. If, yeah, I, was, I, mean, if I was a betting man. I, I mean, I think honestly, I, I, it's interesting seeing Iowa now being the team that's so offensive, and Iowa State now being the defensive team. They've kind of flipped within the last, you know, five to ten years. Um, I, I think I think Iowa State, as long as we can keep Keegan contained, which I think we're gonna we're gonna do fine. I, I mean, as long as, like I said, Creighton, we had one of our worst performances of the year, and we still beat them pretty handily. And I think what what was the yeah, does anyone happen to know the score off the top of their head? I nope. no. I'm on it. it, does, it honestly, is 64 it 58. Point, point 60. Was that, Joey? Sorry. Six, 64 58. I mean, 64 58. We beat them by six, and we had zero offense. And, and again, I was going to be a little bit of a tougher matchup than Creighton, obviously. I just. I don't know, man. We we've been hitting our free throws. We've been playing well. That that defense has been stout. So until I see someone actually stop stop us playing good defense, uh, I think Iowa State wins by. You, you know what? I'll, I'll be cocky. Iowa State wins by ten. How about that? Called it. There's my ten dollars. Yeah. Told you to be outside the spread. Well, yeah. I mean, what <laughs> what, what, what am I going to be? Betting, am I going to be yeah. nicknamed Homer Bryant and say I think we win by two? No, you gotta you gotta be big and bold, dude. <laughs> You don't get that uh, nickname by not doing that. Yeah, by pussyfooting right. around. We we dominate this this game. It's funny you bring up the free throws. Hopefully Iowa's free throw woes go away. Going into the Purdue Illinois game, they were number two in the nation at free throw percentage, and they're like in the fifties now. They just did not do well in either one of those games. So hopefully that goes away coming into this game. And, you know, we, we talked about the technical difficulties. We also had the bet for the women's game that was tonight. Yep. Iowa State pulled that out. They won. It was a top 15 matchup. It was a good game. I watched mm-hmm. quite a bit of it, actually. Yep. Um, and speaking of, you're talking about Iowa's free throws. Um, the women's game, the Iowa State and Iowa women's are the top two free throw percentage teams in the nation. Iowa was number one, like yeah. 89%. And then Iowa State, throws. 85, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of nice. cool to see that. And, of course, they put that stat up there, and then Iowa State misses, like, two free throws. So <laughs> the old jinx. Exactly. Yeah. 
always happens. So yeah, seventy-seven to seventy. Caitlin Jones and Ashley, Caitlin Clark and Ashley Jones. Jesus, sorry guys. Yeah. Uh, man, they were dueling twenty-six points each. That was a good game for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ashley Jones. She is from Iowa City, I believe. Correct. Y- yeah. Yes, and Caitlin Clark's from Cedar Rapids, yeah. West Des Moines. Yeah. So kind of cool seeing some uh, local local mm-hmm. girls getting it done there. Right. Um, any any more on the Cyhawk series? I don't think so. Uh, we do cover quite a bit of that in the wrestling podcast, combat sports podcast that will be coming out probably on Friday morning, same time as this one. Um, so yeah, check that out. It covers the UFC that's coming out next week, and then also recaps the Iowa State game, Iowa State meet. Uh, my uncle Wayne joins us. He's very very long winded. He's very good at what he what he knows. Um, he's very knowledgeable about wrestling. So check that out. Let me know what you think about that. All right. So let's, uh, let's move on here to the sec, um, LSU. They crack the top 25, um, which is fitting because they're an sec school and pretty much the whole sec is just ranked at this point. Right. Yeah. So they're, uh, eight no at the moment themselves. And, yeah, the SEC is just looking really good. you got Alabama at number nine. You've got Kentucky at 10, Arkansas 12, Tennessee 13, um, Auburn 18, Florida 20, and LSU 25. That's a, that's a pretty stout conference there. So LSU plays again, I believe, the 10th. Um, was that Saturday, I believe? But they've got a top five different defense. Hopefully that keeps on going. And – they can keep winning games by scoring 65, 68 points and not have to worry about it. So they're basically Iowa State. Just with a better defense. They're actually mm-hmm. like top five. Oh. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into that can of worms? Or sorry. Just I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you're happy with being top top five. With the, the way we played defense the last like decade, we're happy being top 150. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I don't think LSU has a great resume either, long long term. Yeah, and Ben LSU, Simmons. Yeah, Ben. I mean, how's he doing in the NBA right now? Uh, yep, he's yeah. not. He's playing really good defense. No one <laughs> scored on him this year. Uh, that that is, true. is a fact, Joey. <laughs> him and Zion. Yeah, I, I think you forgot the part where you said he's playing. Really good. Oh job. yeah, he, 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 he's not playing anything. <laughs> he's just collecting a check. That's what he's doing. I should have said he has good defense this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alabama and Kentucky from the SEC, they are nine and ten right now. Um, the yeah, SEC looks strong, and they're they're conference schedule is going to be a gauntlet it's going to be fun to watch because there's going to be a ton of ranked matchups i'll be curious i mean they're, they're just they're just going to beat up on each other and i'm i'm assuming every team is going to come out with losses by the end of the year or mm-hmm. end of january when all this is finished so i'll be curious how they rank them after after that Check but that all plays in on losses that all plays in very well because that's going to go like, Oh, their strength of schedule, their RPI, all this stuff. When it comes to tournament time, they're all going to be, you know, they're good enough. They're going to get in the tournament. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would assume so. 
All right. Who did who did Bama just oh Gonzaga? Never mind. I was like, who'd they just beat to jump seven spots? But yeah, that makes sense. Yep. No more Gonzaga hate, Joey. Geez, I already got uh scolded for that earlier. Hey, I'm not trying to. Facts. That's what I do. <laughs> Factual. Factual. Uh little known golfer named Tiger Woods. He showed up at his own tournament this week, so that was huge news. Got any, anything on that, Ryan? Um, even bigger news today. He is back to playing next week yes. in the CNC Challenge. He, yes. Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm going to be spending my family Christmas uh, vacation or Christmas gathering watching golf. Yeah, I, I mean, Tiger. I immediately but, saw that on Tiger's Twitter, so I retweeted that on. Uh, on the Pulse of the Heartland Twitter account. So, you know, I mean, we we basically broke the news. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. I mean, Tiger was obviously firsthand himself. Yes. So, I mean, we were close second. Yeah, so him, him and Lil Chuck, they're going to they're gonna win that thing. <laughs> little, little Chuck Woods, yeah. Axel. Him and yeah, little Axel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's nice that he gets to ride in a cart on, on this tournament, so that's probably the only reason he's playing in it. But... I I look forward to seeing what the TV ratings for this thing are going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I bet. Th- yeah, the ratings. I never thought about that till you just said that. I bet. I bet they are going to be huge. Yeah, absolutely not a, enormous. Not a lot of college football going on either. I mean, yep. There's Army Navy. I mean, and, and people people would his son could be playing with some random guy on the street, and that would bring people in. But you've got you've got little Chuck and Eldrick playing. That's gonna yeah. Be a lot of eyes there. I'm sure ticket sales just absolutely skyrocketed too once rumors were coming out that he was playing. Oh god, yeah. Yes, for sure. And Victor Hovland, uh, he took home the victory in Tigers tournament. Yeah, so this is his second win of the 2022 season. This is a unofficial event since it's not a full field, but he still does get world ranking points. Uh he's playing very, very good golf. Very it's fun to watch him. He's a fun player to watch too. How many players are in that tournament? Is it like twenty-two or something like that? Something like that, yeah. And that you know, and it's it's cool because it's usually you know top ranked players. Now you're missing some of the some of the big names, but you've got you've got all the other big names. You've got Morikawa, Kepka, DeChambeau, Thomas. You've got all those big names there. Yeah, I think it was uh, when I was watching. They said that was it seventeen of the top. 50 in the official world golf rankings were in this tournament. So mm-hmm. uh, star studded field, tough field and Victor Hovland, he's, he's hot right now. He is. Yes, he is. And uh, he's another young guy that I think golf is lucky to have. He's, he's a fun person to watch. He just has to stay off the weed. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm okay. talking about, just go Google that. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yes. yes. And um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of upset he doesn't tear shirts and stuff like that, like Rory when he loses. But he's still a pretty exciting golfer to watch. Wait, Rory tore a shirt? He's he's the Hulk, man. Yeah, Hollywood oh. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I didn't know he. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he likes he's a fiery player. So every once in a while he'll he'll tear his shirt apart. He'll th- he'll snap a club. He'll throw one in the water. It's it's kind of fun. Oh, nice. I. I like Rory. I like watching him play. I just didn't know he did that. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else? Yep, on... and... Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. 
Yeah, so then to continue a little bit more with golf, um, this year I know we had discussion on one of the first podcasts of whether broadcasting for golf was dead or not because they were moving to different networks or I think they are moving to USA Network. Well, I was wrong thinking that that might be the case because they are going from 3,200 hours of coverage in 2021 to 4,300 hours of coverage. Oh, And that is, yeah, and that is uh, thanks to a, a deal with ESPN Plus and Disney Plus to get some streaming rights on that. So there will be nonstop golf this year for everyone that is interested. It doesn't seem like enough hours. <laughs> you know, I need more. I love how the Masters, you have, what, one commercial break every hour? Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm guessing with these ESPN and Disney Plus deals, that's going to be kind of the same thing, I would assume. That is the best napping weekend of the whole year. You fall asleep, watching a little bit of golf, wake up, and they're just ending the tournament. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. Jim Nance lulling you to sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, hug over from a UFC the night before. Oh, good shit. You know, maybe one of these years I'll get lucky enough to win some tickets in the the Masters lottery. But I think you might as well just try for the real lottery, Trent. (laughs) Right now, my odds are the same because I haven't got my tickets to the Masters yet. So, my my brother was lucky enough to get some practice round tickets, and he went and just absolutely amazing is what he's saying. Does but, it surprise hmm. you that he won those? Because doesn't he win stuff oh like on God. these Instagram things like all the time? Constantly. Thanks to him, I've gotten a couple different sets of irons. He that that guy. I've never seen anyone so lucky when it comes to winning things. Good old Kevin. Good old Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's hit the most Heartland sport there is, in my opinion, and it might be a fact. Uh, The NFR is going on this week. It started last Thursday. It goes through Saturday, so 10 nights um, of a rodeo in Las Vegas. I have watched most of it. I didn't watch last night because we were – we were podcasting, so I got to watch most of tonight's before we hopped on here. So um, I know Clark, he's into the NFR pretty big. Um, I think he's caught quite a bit of it as well. Yep, sure have. I've been uh, watching it here throughout the week. Um, current standings here, you know, we got three nights to go before the, before the final night and before all the money's handed out. Uh, they do hand out money actually every night for every event and you know the standings for nfr it's all based off of how much you've earned throughout the year um so you know for the different awards throughout there um, there's actually a few um close to the close to the home players that are in the mix uh in bareback riding there there's somebody coming out of waverly kansas name is jess pope uh he's currently sitting in second uh, he's within about $12,000 of, of that first place uh, spot. And then there's a, an Iwegian there at number four out of Zwingle, Iowa. So a couple names I look for in that category. Uh, it's, always, it's always fun rooting for the home state uh, competitors. Yeah, I, I like had it. to look up Zwingle the other night when I was watching, and that came up. Never heard of it. It's on the very east side of the state. This means no nothing to anyone outside of small town Iowa, but Zwingle makes Gowry look like a freaking metropolis that has like four, <laughs> four total streets in it. 
<laughs> so a couple other uh, Iowans in it. Uh, Tegan Smith, he is from Winterset. He is in the Saddle Bronc competition. And Wade Sundell, he's from Boxholm. So he's only you know about 10 miles away from Gowrie, where a couple of, of us here are from. Um, Wade Sundell has been very successful in Saddle Bronc over the years. And uh, pretty unfortunate for him. He won the go around on night four, uh, had a great ride. And then, uh, night five, he carried the flag into the grand entrance for the state of Iowa. They all come in on their horses and there's somebody from each state that's represented carrying the flag. He got to carry the Iowa flag and coming out on the grand entrance, they all ride their horses out. Uh, his horse bucked him off. Um, he went, head over heels over the head of that horse he still rode later that night but about 15 minutes later they said hey wade sundell might be hurt uh might have an injury he uh he still rode he got bucked off pretty quick uh and he kind of crawled out of the arena uh he just i found out tonight he did break his back so uh, oh shit yeah he he broke some vertebrae and uh that just say like how tough these guys are. He still rode after he did that. God like, damn. Yeah. Um, he had a pretty bad injury in 2018. I believe it was where he got bucked off in the shoot and lacerated his liver. Um, and now he came back and now has this injury, but uh, yeah, these, these dudes are tough. Well, I, I can tell you, you know, these guys are tough because if I ever lacerated my liver doing anything, I would never do that thing again. I, I don't care what it is. <laughs> Horseback riding, getting on a stepmaster, I don't care. <laughs> getting on a stepmaster. I, I, could, I couldn't think anything else at that point. Um, it, it is pretty cool to see um, – It's a lot of these people are their family. It's a big family thing. And we, we talked about this last night in the, the technical difficulty pod. We'll just call it that. We lost like an hour. Um, there's three brothers in the 15 competitors in the saddle bronc competition, uh, Spencer, Wright, Ryder, Wright, And Stetson, Wright. And Stetson, Wright Also is in the uh, bull riding competition. Um, so that's pretty cool that you, he qualified in two, two competitions there well and uh so then there's also the all-around cowboy category trend mm -hmm. where it is their total money winnings uh so he leads that one handily you know he's right there at the top in the saddle brock er earnings and close to the top as well in the uh bull riding earnings so his all-around earnings are you know three to four times greater than most other competitors yeah so i have that pulled up right now too um he has twice as much money over twice as much money as second place yeah he has four hundred sixty-seven thousand. Second place wow. is two hundred twelve thousand. so yeah that hmm. that guy is a talent um their their whole family is yeah like their fathers uncles cousins like everybody in that family extended family they're all in the uh rodeo yeah so i you know i watched it you know last year and the year before a little bit, but I really have really paid attention to it this year. Um, Cause it bowling on Thursday nights, Pat and Barb, they got it on in the bowling alley. So we watched it a little bit last year. Now this year I'm kind of getting into it a little more. And I, the first night 
I watched it was uh, it was Friday night. They kept showing the same family in the crowd after like a bunch of writers. I'm like, why do they keep showing these people? And I was like, and then I figured it out. Holy crap. These people are all brothers. That's why they keep yep. showing the same family in the crowd. And actually uh, tonight Stetson, he in the bull riding category, he rode three times within about 10 minutes. Um, times within about 10 they, they pulled the gate before he had nodded, ready to go. Uh-huh. Got a re-ride. Um, the bull came out of the chute the second time, like the wrong direction. Got another re-ride. On that third ride, he did hit the eight seconds. There was only one other rider tonight, so they uh, yep. split the money for that category. Yeah, so he took home $47,000, and the other guy took home $40,000 just for tonight. And Stetson's ride was 90.5 tonight, so that's a pretty good ride. That's a good score. Is there mm-hmm. any like any comparison that you can make? You said there's the three brothers, and they're all at this professional level. You know, in the last few years, we've seen obviously, you know, the Mannings are taking over football, and the, the and, Watts. The Bell, and the Ball family is, you know, I don't know if they're dominating quite yet in, in the NBA, but they're all competing at that level. Is there is there any comparison on those brothers? Like one of them's Peyton, one of them is Eli, one of them's Cooper at home. I mean, is there any type of comparison? <laughs> like that? Uh, Stetson's the leader. As far as earnings and competition-wise, he's okay. he's the one all-around cowboy, bull riding. Uh, he's up there at the top in the in the saddle bronc. His brother is actually just ahead of him, rider in the saddle bronc category. But I don't believe rider competes in anything else. Okay. Yeah is is Stetson is he the only only cowboy here in two different categories or? Uh, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I couldn't find anybody else. So, hmm. um, so my f- favorite thing to watch, and something I think it'd be kind of cool to do, is steer wrestling. Like <laughs> that looks awesome. You you want to uh, be you want to be the old white goodman grab grab the bull by the horns out there. Yep, <laughs> that is my <laughs> favorite category as well. <laughs> yeah, like they come out of the shoot full speed on their horse, jump off their horse while it's running full speed, grab the steer, get their elbow under its nose and flip that steer over on their back. And that's when the time stops. It's pretty cool. And they're doing this in three to four seconds. Like the top guys are doing this in under four seconds, 3.3 seconds, one tonight. Let's go around. Pretty pretty fun to watch. I I love it. And I think, I think Joey just uh, got himself a, uh, Cowboys channel subscriptions. Yeah, I definitely will since I'm paying the ten dollars <laughs> a month. It starts about seven thirty. Uh, just just a heads up, yep. starts about seven thirty. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I rant about having to pay for wrestling, and then I just throw ten dollars at cowboy stuff that I've never even heard of or thought about. So, yeah. I think you'll like it. It is non like it's nonstop action, and they there's no lull. Like they run them through so quick. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's not like, oh, this guy did his steer wrestling. It's gonna be a five minute wait. No, it's like mm-hmm. the other guys are. They got that steer in the chute. The guys are on their horse in their chute. They're ready. It's pretty I've, cool. I mean, it's yeah. like that at any uh, PRCA rodeo you go to. Mm-hmm. Like they they make a stop off here uh, close to us near Wichita. We we always you know feel like that's a great event to go to. So you know if they're ever 
near you, it's worth going to watch. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, uh, growing up, I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember back when like ESPN two was just starting to come out, and on Sunday afternoons, it was one of two things: it was either rodeo or motocross on Sunday afternoons. After we had uh, post church dinner lunch at my grandmother's. Uh, and my cousins were huge into rodeo. They both did bull riding, and then their sister did, uh, I want to say barrel racing, but they would always make us watch rodeo. And so I watched my fair share growing up when I was younger. I mean, I just haven't tuned into it in a while. But, yeah, I, I like rodeo. I think it's uh, it's definitely a sport that you have to be fucking tough in, which, I, <laughs> you know. I think that's cool as hell, and I look up to them very much for that. So, yeah, I can't remember who it is. I'm looking at the uh, this deer wrestling here, but one of them has a torn pec. He can't even like raise his arm, and he's out there giving it his go still Man. every night. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm a wuss. I mean, I have a hangnail on my right big toe and it's bothering the fuck out of me. And I don't know if I want to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> it's just going to say, Joey might call in sick. I might just work from home. You never know. Yeah. It's, Joey, if you had a lacerated uh, kidney, you'd, you'd just be on your deathbed, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, my kidneys barely work anyway. And if I had a lacerated liver, I would be dead. Liver because... shit. That wasn't... Either way. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had a lacerated liver, I mean, you might as well just kill me now. If I can't drink, what's the point? <laughs> Just heal it with <laughs> your vodka. Just put right. me down, Doc. Yeah. Um, so before the podcast, I took a picture of my setup and I put it on the uh, Instagram account and I tagged the N- NFR and I tagged, uh, you can see on my Yeti, my Up North Outlaws uh, sticker I have on there. Uh, so yeah, sh- they, they uh, saw that Up North Outlaws saw, saw that and they now follow the Heartland Pulse, you know, Pulse of the Heartland. So Oh, shout nice. out to Up North Outlaws, man. They're kind of kind of cool. I've I've followed them a little bit. Uh, just uh, ran into a guy in a bar in Park Rapids, Minnesota, where we go fishing, and um, just started bullshitting with this guy and drinking beers with him. And it turns out he was a bull rider, and he kind of created this company. And uh, they're still super into bull riding. I think he actually um, he might own some bucking bulls or something now. He's he, I don't think hmm. he rides. Um, anymore he's retired from that but uh yeah super cool dude so yeah shout out to them well yeah that's cool yeah the boys from the heartland will be right back and this is where we pick up from our podcast from last night sorry again about the technical difficulties here we are being very professional and we're back from outer space with God that damn on your face. Fucking rodeo. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. That, that tweet you put up of what steer wrestling is. <laughs> it you is like spot that? on. That is it. That You nailed it. That's uh, all I've is, been thinking is, this whole fucking time, dude. Is that, is that <laughs> freaking, uh, God, what is his name? White Goodman. Yes, <laughs> Dwight. Is that? Did he have that picture up in like yeah. uh, dodgeball it's, or something? It's, it's me grabbing the life or grabbing the bull by the horns. Oh yeah, my god! Like Figurative, figuratively, but also literally because it's right there. <laughs> oh, All right, I'm back, guys. Too. I'm only yeah. through like half this bottle of Pendleton, so 
So I have a uh, one ninety nine a month subscription to NFR now. <laughs> well, are you looking at NFR? Or are you looking at the Cowboy Channel? Oh, both. Okay. I just had to buy the Heartland package on uh, Sling TV to get six dollars a month. Oh, what what's that called? Dish, Trent? So I the, the Heartland package. I believe that's oh. what it was. Yeah. How All right, give us a sponsorship. It's meant to be. Do the right thing. YouTube. All right, let's transition into some esports here. Clark, do you have anything on that? Oh, we've got some big drops coming out this week. Uh, actually, looking at time uh, right now, uh, we've got the Halo Infinite <clears throat> campaign dropping for myself at 12 Central Time today. Uh, luckily, I have the day off work. Going to be smol- uh, cold Lucky. smoking some cheese, cooking some chili. Playing some Halo Infinite. That is what my day is going to consist of. It's going to be awesome. I am looking forward to it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking on Metacritic, um, and, and normal people like you and I can't give our reviews yet on this, but you've got 79 total reviews. You've got 75 positive with zero negative. It's a awesome thing for Xbox to be getting first-party first exclusives like this. Uh, PlayStation has been killing Xbox, and I don't care about console wars. I'm not one of those people. But it's awesome for Xbox to finally get good exclusives. I've I've always felt a soft spot for Microsoft. I am a Microsoft homie. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. I've never I've never been much of a much of one for PlayStation. They've they've got good games. I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and be like, oh, if you're not playing Microsoft, you're a loser. No, I, I don't agree with that. But I really love the way Microsoft has been handling their game development. Uh, throwing it back a couple years ago, Sea of Thieves came out. Trent and myself played a shit ton of Sea of Thieves. We're like original OG pirate legends before they started coming out with like seasons and all kinds of stuff. They are still developing that game. And I think Trent's been jumping into that one here recently. Yeah, Katrina and I, we got on... Uh... It was about a week or so, and we played a little bit, you know, a couple hours. Um, but yeah, we spent a lot of our life playing that game. We we played like every night for a year when that thing came out. It and was so that, awesome. That, that came out in 2018, and yeah, they're still adding think, stuff to it and you can go the on year, there the years of like 2018 2019 we probably played that game for a solid like 500 hours a piece yeah and yeah like you you can get on it now and do everything's completely different you can go do a ton of different stuff than what was it started with that's what i like about it it keeps evolving and changing i feel like the big change for microsoft was when phil spencer took over Bill Spencer is the, um, I think he's the, the vice president of Microsoft, or he's like uh, the gaming community or some of that. Or... I think I think he's the head of the gaming. He's Xbox the head of the gaming. I think he's Xbox yeah. Studio stuff. Yeah. He oh, he's current. Okay, just look. No, current executive vice president of gaming at Microsoft, and he he seems like he's a normal guy who just cares about games. He, that's just it. Like he's the perfect guy for that position. He wants everybody to be able to play and just enjoy themselves. Like whereas do you remember the guy that was prior to him? I Steve don't Ballmer? I, I no was so that it, who it was? No, no, no. So it was Don Matrick who he I think he's the CEO of uh 
Bazinga now, I think the Farmville people, where when the Xbox One was announced, it was going to be just online only. Well, there's people that we're not a a 100% connected world at this point still. It may seem like it, but we're not. And somebody asked, okay, the Xbox One has to be internet 100% of the time. What's going to happen if we don't have internet? And he goes, well, buy an Xbox 360. That's not really our problem. And that did not go over too well. And he resigned not long after that. And then Phil Spencer took over. The the Xbox One, I enjoyed the Xbox One. It was a pretty good generation. But since Phil Spencer had a, you know, kind of limped his way through that, and now he's got the Xbox Series X and Series S, seems like everything he does is just great for Microsoft. Anything else on that on esports? Um, I was going to point out a different game that actually just dropped on Xbox Game Pass. So Xbox Game Pass, I know Clark has it. Um, it's basically Netflix for video games. You pay what is it, ten, eleven dollars a month? I so I pay fifteen dollars a month. That includes my Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass on the Xbox, so I can play any games in that library on my Xbox. I just got to download them, and then I have. PC Pass, so I can play any Microsoft games on my PC as well. I do have a decent PC, um, so it includes that as well. And again, anything in that PC Microsoft library, I can download, play it for free. Yeah, and my my PC is butt, so I can't really play much of anything on it. But um, yeah, so with Xbox Game Pass, whether it's Xbox or PC, um, PC is the ultimate Game Pass. Um, Serious Sam 4 came out, which a lot of I've people never probably... I've never tried that out. So have you ever played Duke Nukem? It's yep. been a long time. So basically Serious Sam is an over-the-top version of Duke Nukem and Doom combined, where it's just cliches and stupid lines and all this stuff. It's very humorous. So if you have a chance to look at that, um not the most highest budget project ever but i know it's something i'm going to check check in on i'm going to be playing it just dropped today i think it was on the google stadia for one year release or something like that um yep. but yeah it just dropped on game pass today so i'm going to take a look at that like i said it's it's just over the top action of stupid stupid gaming basically it just close your mind off and enjoy shooting aliens and stuff like that i'm definitely looking forward to tomorrow it's gonna be a good day get some podcasts edited get them on the ready to publish play some freaking video games it's gonna be great well, do you, clark do you ever do warzone at all uh no actually yeah, yeah. Say, all right speaking yeah. of warzone pacific just launched yeah is that correct yep yep i have not i have not played any warzone i was on vanguard earlier playing with a good friend dean uh, checking it out he just got his internet upgraded so we were testing it out. but uh i've not played any of the new map on warzone yeah well we'll have to try that out i know that's coming out the, tomorrow for vanguard owners and then friday or i'm sorry and then the next day for everyone for free so that'll actually be i mean you that's know it's kind of setting correct yeah it, it, exactly for pacific but that that's kind of a little sentimental as, as dumb as video games are as old as we're getting you know that was one thing, you know, during the pandemic when we were fucking shut into our own houses, 
you, you know, I, I was living in Verdansk more than I was in the real world. So <laughs> kind of interesting to see the new map coming out, you know. I'll, I'll be curious to see how much time I get when I when our child is born in the spring. But, you know, let me let me in on this Clark or Ryan and Clark. None. 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 No, no, no. I, you you just didn't have the right technique where you could rock that little baby with your foot while you're you know killing some noobs there in, there in the uh, war zone trent yeah I, I don't care how old you get it's just a good way to come home and relieve stress and just not care about anything going on exactly yeah. i i was craving some vanguard here this week got on it this afternoon with with Dean, just had myself a good time. You what know, do you just think a few of rounds. Double XP being every weekend. I I wish I had double XP right now. Like, shoot, I haven't had nice. as much free time in a while. Freaking holidays going on. It's it's really nice. I I shouldn't I'm care like, about that because I don't care how high. I shouldn't care how high my STG or my Car ninety eight is leveled up. But it's, <laughs> it's still nice. <laughs> it is nice. Speaking of, you know, leveling up, I think Halo's working on getting their uh, season pass fixed where it's not so demanding of time to get that leveled up. Um, so they're working I'm... on that. You know, it, it's a learning experience for them to to get that tuned. But uh, I'm, I'm so bad at Halo multiplayer that I just I'm excited for the single player, but I am atrocious at Halo yeah, I've never been much of one for like the like Halo has a very structured ranked system that I've never really gotten into. I uh, you know I just always enjoyed those land parties growing up, playing with my siblings, playing with my friends, you know, just freaking just smoking their ass on these maps, playing you know like split screen four by yelling at your yelling at your little brother because he's screen peeking you know like hey look at your only little corner of the TV quit looking at <laughs> starting mine. to sound like Joey when I play him in Mario Kart <laughs> that's right that's right quit it quit it you know look at your corner quit looking at mine so I want to I want to tell a funny story here and this is of my brother who like who I I love my brother he's awesome Trent knows him he's or I guess Clark knows him too he's a great guy the yeah, first, Kevin, Kevin's brother. a saint. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin is definitely the most level-headed of us two, and he's a great guy. Um, the first time I met his wife Sarah, it was at their apartment. He was sharing an apartment with a couple, with I think just one guy actually, and they were playing Mario Kart. And so me and Sarah are kind of getting to know each other and all this stuff. And and you know how Mario Kart gets, where you get a huge rivalry with whoever you're playing against. Mm-hmm. I know hey, I am. Brian. Have you guys, you guys have Mario Kart battles? Oh, God. Brian and I are the only two of the four of our like friendship that actually can compete with each other. (laughs) It's usually Brian, it's usually Brian that wins, but I mean, every once in a while, I'll get one in. So I think I I was, oh, go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say it's more of a domination than a battle, but you know, I'll concede Joey does, has been winning more as of late. So, so I was probably, I can't remember how old I was, but I was a late teenager, probably like 16, 17 when they started dating. And so I'm trying to get to know my brother's future wife and uh, him and his buddy Brian are playing Mario Kart and they're battling out. Sarah and I are talking and my, and Brian just, he does something to beat my brother, basically. And my brother, who, like I said, is the more level-headed of us too. 
never seen him really get too angry. Just chucks the controller and it goes <laughs> flying towards my face. And thank God for those not being wireless controllers because it just stops about <laughs> in front of my face and drops down. <laughs> and that was the first time I met my future sister-in-law. Nice. <laughs> so I know that's that's an embarrassing story, my brother, but no, he truly is a fantastic guy. So. I think we all can relate to the wire controller throwing it against the wall. And like you said, you got lucky that there was a cord there. Otherwise, that thing was shattering when it hit the wall. Are you kidding me? Mario Kart was the most I mean, you lose friendships over Mario Kart. Yeah. It's one of the most fantastic games ever made on this planet, but you definitely lose friends over Mario Kart. Not when you're that good. You don't. I remember <laughs> Brian and I went to a Barcadium in Des Moines and ran the fucking table for like three hours straight, just sitting there, just playing Mario Kart. And I'm like, what? No one else wants to yeah. come up, challenge us? Up down in Des Moines? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember that and, one. And we were, we were yelling at each other and people would come up and be like, oh, we could beat you guys. And like, we wouldn't even pay attention to those people. We were just trying to beat each other. So I'm, mad at each other. I'm curious, is uh, Joey always Ricky Bobby in this situation? Or was <laughs> Bryant always always slingshotting Joey into victory? Uh, oh, no. uh, it depends on what it is. If we're drinking and driving, uh, yeah. J- J- <laughs> Brian's got the blue shell. He's like, hey, I-, I got you on this one, Joey. Get ready. Here you go. Yeah, get no. ready. No, so there is, there is a Mario Kart drinking game. It is called drunk driving. So you start, yes. you know, the the light goes. You start with a like a beer that isn't opened. Mm-hmm. When the light goes, you open yep. your beer, and you can go. But you have to pull over and stop if you're drinking your beer, <laughs> and your beer has to be gone by the time the race is over. And like I said, your car cannot be moving while you're drinking. Wait, and what most new, people don't is know this news that... to people or yeah. Probably is. Actually, I haven't heard of it. To be honest. What Man, most people don't know is that's actually the drinking laws in Missouri. You, you, all you have to do is be pulled off the side of the road, <laughs> right. drink your beer, and you can. I'm just kidding, everyone. Please do not drunk drive for the love has, of God. Has any, not, have you have you never heard of drunk ball before? It's kind of like uh, kind of like that. You uh, you throw the ping pong ball at the can and you just chug until until they can get the ping pong back about ping pong ball back on the table. So you oh, just man. gotta put it down fast, you know. It's just no, training you for this Mario Kart. We should play some cocaine, which is even better than that. So. Oh Jesus Christ! Everyone, cocaine is a game. It's not the actual drug. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, <laughs> we're, we're not. About. We're not okay cocaine. <laughs> it's like, it is like beer, beer pong, pong relay not, yeah. race. That Thank you have to you. finish a beer within a certain uh, within the game, and man, it goes super fast. Yeah. yeah. Where we're talking about how much, which more. Hey, let's start with a, yeah, we drink a little bit playing Mario Kart and all of a sudden Joey comes in. Hey, you know what's fun? Cocaine. And then <laughs> I just want to make sure we clarified it before imaginations. Co- just cocaine's wild. a hell of a drug, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys want to have fun all of a sudden. We're oh, that's right. But no, shit. Just make right sure you don't have a nice in, house, uh, right? Yeah. Brian and I have been playing drinking and driving on Mario Kart for work ages now i mean that's just kind of how i get back at him i have not owned a nintendo system since the n64 i just realized that yeah i have a 64 hooked up in my garage right now 
N64, and then I've had the PS2, and then I went to Xbox 360, Xbox One X. So yeah, I'm, I've become a Microsoft whore. Yeah, we have a Switch, and I, I have a original Super Nintendo. <laughs> when you say we, you mean Katrina has a Switch, and Trent just kind I've, of feeds off that. I play Trent, it more Trent, than her. Trent knows. Trent knows it's there. What do you play on the Switch? Don't even give us. Didn't you have an? Didn't you have a uh, Super Nintendo when we lived together, Trent? Yeah, I still have it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I played the Super Nintendo and the NES simulator or emulator on uh, the Switch quite a bit. Trent's oh, the enough to have a simulator. You got you to awesome. throw it back to the older games. You're not much yeah. of a GameCube person, huh? Yeah, I didn't have that. Games. Did you have that, Trent? Or N- what? N- NBA uh, Three on GameCube. I'll- Fuck I yeah. love the GameCube. Did you? Never yeah. had one. Was that I, PS2 era? So, yes. I mean, I feel like I'm a little younger than you guys when it comes to the the game consoles because I, I didn't even know what video games were until N64. And then, uh, you know, GameCube from there. I, I never even had my own console until GameCube was out. And oh. it wasn't even my first console. I had an N64 after the GameCube was out. So... I was lucky because I had a dad who liked Mario, so we had a the first Nintendo where you had to blow in the cartridges and hope that worked. <laughs> and the awesome Ninja Turtle Turtles game that was fantastic. Uh, oh hell so, yes! Now oh, you're talking oh, about speed there. So great. And then yeah, we yeah. went to after that we went to PS2, uh, 360, and one, and yeah. See, we were always a WWF, WWE fan. Yes. Oh, raw. Man. Man. WCW versus NWO was like my first big thing. And then they did the world tour, which was amazing. And then we had revenge. Oh, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Quick question. And uh, who who was your wrestler in in WCW, NWO? Bill Goldberg. Uh, In WCW? WCWWO on uh, Oh, on that one. Fuck. I was. God damn it. I think I was. If you uh, say anybody but Sting, it's the wrong answer. I was going to say Sting, one, but I couldn't dude. remember if he was there yet. The big. Oh, yeah. He was, he was on WCWNWO. And then there was the big on show, the Kevin one? Nash, Big Sexy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So See, I we... always like the THQ characters, like the created ones, because they could do weird shit off the ropes that everyone else couldn't. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. So my brother and I were big like wrestling people, especially the WCW days. After after that, then whatever. For me anyway. And mm-hmm. for him, I think. But Bill Goldberg was huge in our family. Whenever uh, Goldberg came up, my everybody... dad, my mom, my brother, I, we were all watching Goldberg. I think so if there's you... anybody who liked wrestling, Goldberg was a hero. That dude was no, awesome. God, so no. I didn't what pay attention about? to I didn't what do you pay mean, attention Joey? to any wrestling until like two years ago when Goldberg Man. came back. All right, so all of you guys are Nitro fans. I am raw to the core, baby. Give me that WWF Attitude Era all day. Stone I Cold. That. Steve Fuck Austin. Yeah. See, I'm a mankind Undertaker, like weird, like quirky fan. I mankind, love all that shit. Okay, mankind was great. I will give you that. So I dressed up as man. I will post that on Twitter. I dressed up as man. Please do. Halloween. Please <laughs> do. I'm putting it on there now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Goldberg was probably for me. For me, and my, it's, I think I, I think always... I can probably speak for my brother too. He, Goldberg was the best thing for WCW. 
It's always been because 100%. Stone Cold says so, okay? <laughs> I wasn't even that big of a Stone Cold fan. What? 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 The Rock says. I, okay. I did not watch that stuff when The Rock was coming up. I like how this I, esports I went to uh, wrestling WWF. real quick. Wrestling okay. in the it's 90s. Okay. Here we go. And if you want to switch gears, the next thing on the agenda is uh, college volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Ball crap. Let's go back to wrestling. Hey. Yeah. We might not get to our locks of the week. Hey, yeah, yeah, we still got those. Good thing we're like half a bottle through, a few cans through. Trent's been drinking water. Yeah, He's like, level-headed. Why is yeah. my Okanine is halfway gone through a night of podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> So, are we really going to volleyball here? Are we still talking wrestling? Yeah, fuck it. let's wrap up volleyball. Yeah, quick. we are going to go over on so, time. Volleyball, <laughs> uh, they had the first two rounds this past week. Um, a lot went on. There were a few upsets in that first week. Uh, I know Ryan had talked about the defending champion, Kentucky. They actually fell to God. Illinois. 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 Yeah. No, it's noise. They spell it with the N O I S. It's not plural. It's only one. So uh, they're facing off against Nebraska. (laughs) Uh, They're picking up rounds three and four this coming week. Uh, 12 9 will be the round of the Sweet 16. Uh, Illinois will have Nebraska going on here. Um, looking at the other end of the bracket, Kansas, they came out of nowhere. They had a few upsets this week. They beat Oregon, Oregon. Uh, I think they were a sweet 16, sweet, sweet, Oregon last year. Yeah. The Oregon ducks, they were solid. And then, so Oregon beat them in that first round. They moved on to Creighton. Creighton was hosting, uh, that regional Kansas upset them. Three to one. So Kansas moving on to the Sweet 16. They've got Pittsburgh here. Um, we'll see how that goes. If they win that, they could be facing off against BYU or Purdue. Oh, I'm, I'm just looking through all the teams that are left here. I'm a little <laughs> mad. My, uh, my girls at Pepperdine, they didn't uh, quite pull it through in the first round like I talked about last week. Ridiculous. Yeah, they had USD but... winning it all. That all right. Jo- Joey, you want, you, uh, you think anyone from the Big Ten is going to win? They got Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota. There's quite a few uh, like Big Purdue, Ten teams Ohio still State. out Fuck, there. Actually, that, that's like that's five of the 16. Holy shit. Yeah. Never, ever bet against Nebraska volleyball. Yeah. Jo- Joey, Never. Big Ten or the field? What, what are you taking? Five teams. Uh, I'll take the Big Ten. So, okay. if we're taking the favorites out of the Sweet 16, Nebraska could be facing off against Texas, who is number two Ooh. in the Elite Eight. I'll um, take my mankind pictures versus everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Joey, Joey and Brian. Oh, Joey and Brian, how long have you known Trent? <laughs> Ever? Since Forever. fourth grade, and we were throwing slam dunks down, and I was eating uh, hearty wheat in his kitchen with his yeah, stones. Just, so, 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 so this. Guessing, 
Joey's, so they Joey's probably not... knew him before I, the earliest picture I've seen of Trump, he was running cross country in high school and had his big old red Afro. That's the <laughs> oh, earliest yeah. picture yeah. I've seen of Trent. They probably knew him before that. So Sorry, this Malto meal. So this, Absolutely. This Iowa state party bus that you guys had that Trent was the driver of. I'm guessing uh, Joey was probably not part of that. I was not. No. Okay. So I was Brian, part was, of Brian's party bus. So Brian, was this Iowa state party bus as legendary as Trent made it out to be? Yeah. Was it? Say, I, I think I was there a couple times for it. Okay. I would say okay. I, I would say we we didn't quite interlap for school, but I would say I was there a few times, and I would say from what I remember, it was. Yeah, we we didn't quite interlap in school. Bryant says he's close to us in age. He's not. Yeah, that's so right. He's Bryant, the resident millennial. That's right. Yeah, Bryant. He he was a freshman. Trent was a senior. Okay. Yeah, that's Bryant true. was a freshman, and we were seniors. Okay, never mind then. I you know just having lived with him for a couple of years, there are a lot of fun stories. So I just want to. Yeah. Well, all of, all of Trent's stories are fun. I mean, I could get back into the Tino days. Why tell why, Central, no, nothing pre age of twenty one? Why tell well, a story I'm, if it's not fun? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys remember Trent when he still had hair. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest. Deal. I didn't know Trent didn't have hair until we started doing the podcast. I I remember that, Trent so. before he had cubic hair. So. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Can we go to the NFL? <laughs> That's enough you need to know about Trent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do some locks of the week here for our NFL picks. We will uh, we'll go in ascending order, just like we always do, I guess. Joey. Yep, I'm going to take the, the home team Falcons uh, plus 2.5. Versus the Panthers. All right. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I do not like any of these picks this week. It is I've, a rough week yes. of picking. This yeah. week is off. Well, that's yeah. why I'm taking my team at covering two and a half points. Against Sue? The Panthers at, uh, at Carolina. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Who's starting at for two and Carolina? a half? Two and a half yeah, points. I, Are you looking at MGM? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's at two and a half. Re- I've hey. it two. No, no, no. You need to uh, refresh your page. Wow, that has I changed re- since I last looked. I, I mean, that was like six hours ago, wasn't it? Probably. I'm yeah. showing two and, and a half yeah. myself. Yep, too. I got two and a half now. All right. Okay. You haven't even been drinking, bud. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. So Joey's taking his team. No wonder Trent's so short with us right now. He's dealing with us guys. Trent passes bedtime too. <laughs> yeah, I have to be up at five. Just no, I have to yeah. be up at six. So yeah, we'll ru- we'll rush through these trend. Which is I got I got to have these edited and ready to go tonight. So yeah, we'll. Yeah, see, we're wasting Clark's time. So That's right. So, so a little addendum to that one. We owe Clark. <laughs> Clark is our main editor, so thank God for Clark for doing the amazing work that he is doing at the moment. We owe him a uh, bottle of Canadian Bub. So hopefully you guys can... Do, can... do I get to pick the, pick the Canadian Bubbly? Is no, Whistle no, Pig is Whistle Pig on the list? That's Vermont, so that doesn't count. Oh, it's Vermont. Well, Canadian Club yeah. is Canadian Club is like a fifteen dollar bottle of whiskey, <laughs> and so hopefully you guys can spread how amazing our podcast is, so we can afford to pay Clark our Canadian Club salary. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Trent, what's your pick? 
I am going to go with the theme that we have been going with the whole time. We Are love the, the Lions. De- we love the Detroit Lions. Oh, that was nice. my pick, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm taking Detroit at plus seven and a half. They're going to win again. Against the Broncos? They're winning again. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is an away game. The Lions are you on the think road. MCDC is, is getting things going, huh? I think they got a win under their belt, and they're good to go. Hmm. All right. Yes. Watch out. Right. Jared Goff's going to have five can touchdowns please, this week. Can you please just switch it to the Steelers plus three? <laughs> no, no. I got the Lions. <laughs> I want to win my bet here. All right, Clark, who do you have? Oh, well, you took the Lions. That was actually my number two pick. Uh, My number one pick is a team that's been looking hot. They are an underdog this week playing a division rival. I'm taking that Washington football team to cover four points against the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So far, we've got three underdogs. That's right. That's right. We love the underdogs here on the Heartland. Ryan, who do you have? I'm going opposite of you guys. I'm going Tampa Bay minus three against the Bills. Shit. That was. I thought you were taking Kansas City till the end of the season. That was my third option, actually, was the Bucks to cover against the Bills. The Bills have looked like trash. The Bills have looked terrible. And, you know, I've said this earlier in our, our podcast career. I will never bet against Tom Brady. Whether that's good or bad, I just cannot bet against Tom Brady. Who are the Chiefs playing this week? The Raiders. They're playing the Raiders. Raiders. Is this Brian's pick? Well, not yet. I, Brian was going to go over his, uh, I guess. <laughs> did you have any more that you were going to go over on that? <laughs> it's stolen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, let's hear Brian rant. No, legitimately, I guess if you want me to hold true to that Chiefs, I will. Otherwise, I was going to have the, uh, I think, Packers cover 12 and a half versus uh, the Bears. The if Bears have looked just fucking awful this year. If that's what you want. That's fine. Do you want the Packers? Packers yeah, I'm going to take the – I'm taking Packers covering 12 and a half versus the Bears. Does anybody Packers. know what's going on with Justin Fields at the moment? Um. Nagy uh, doesn't know how to use him. That's about it. That's is he still exactly hurt? It. Is he still hurt? I would be hurt if Nagy was my head coach. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have back. a nagging injury for sure. So, so here's my question. I mean, this is a question between Trent and I, since we're the resident Vikings fans. Trent, would you rather have Cousins or Fields? Cousins. Cousins, one hundred percent. Like would right you now, rather like let's put Fields in that Viking system. Let's let's just swap them out. See what happens. I mean, Kirk Cousins is putting up. Make that comparison. Kirk Cousins is putting up Aaron Rodgers numbers right now. Kirk Cousins has been phenomenal. Kirk Cousins has been awesome. Yes. If it weren't for Kirk Cousins, Minnesota would be worse than the Bears. Yes, I I will agree. But let's swap quarterback for quarterback. Like you cannot make that comparison. It's it's impossible. I I would agree with you, but I go back to I think I said this again another another couple podcasts ago. When was the last time an Ohio State quarterback has ever actually been successful in the NFL? Which is it? Which isn't fair to Justin Fields. I will. It's not at all. No, not I'll admit that a hundred percent. 
But with what I've seen with Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is so accurate, whether it's between zero yards and 20, 30, 40 yards. I would pick Kirk Cousins 10 times out of 10 over Justin Fields. Yeah, but how many of those throws has he made compared to Justin Fields? You know, you got you got Nate. You know. that, that, that's that's exactly it. I mean, does he have Justin Jefferson? He's thrown to no. Does he have feeling? He's thrown to no. Like, he's got he's got who a uh, Robinson there. Has Robinson even played a fucking snap this year? I don't think I don't so. Know. I think he's I been know. on that injured list because of Ooh. fucking Nagy. <laughs> Getting a little heated here, boys. Dude, I I like making these comparisons amongst these young quarterbacks is bullshit. I, That's I don't tough agree. To do that. 100%, I agree. You know, and it's funny because you got you got Chicago should have drafted Mahomes, and thank God they did not draft Mahomes. They drafted yeah, Mah- Mahomes wouldn't be Mahomes if he was in Chicago. No, they drafted what's his name? That's in Buffalo now. Exactly. Thank God Kansas City got him instead of Chicago should have gotten him. Like other other than Mahomes on field performances over the past couple of years, the goo the dude is just a great person. Like he has brought so much to Kansas City. He's I love a great Mahomes. charitable guy. Like he's just a great person. Like I even, agree with that. Even as a TCU fan, because that was when Trevon Boykin was big time Trevon Boykin, Josh Dotson against Mahomes. I think we are the most Trevon Boykin podcast that's ever been. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is just this reference here because it was – do you remember, Clark, did you pay attention to Texas A&M at all? No. Or Texas Tech, excuse me. Not at all. I didn't even know who Mahomes was until the Chiefs picked him. So, and that's the surprising thing about Cliff Kingsbury, that that he's so – successful in the NFL with Arizona is he had Mahomes in college and did nothing with him. But I remember um, TCU versus versus Mahomes, you know, and, and Kingsbury and Boykin and Dotson and TCU, Gary Patterson usually won those games. How did Kingsbury not do anything with Mahomes in the NFL? It's one of my biggest, biggest questions. But Mahomes, Mahomes like, was like the bright well, you, spot. You can of, talk. You can talk about a quarterback all you want. It's football. It's an eleven-man sport. What kind of line yeah. did he have? What 100%. kind of receivers did he have? What kind of game plan did they have? As far as like running backs versus passing and stuff like that. Like it's a complete team sport. Like if they only have to defend the pass, it becomes a one-dimensional but, game. It's really easy. If he doesn't have any protection, it's really easy. Just pressure him. Yeah, no big deal. Lot. A lot of that is also scheme with Andy Reid. You know, I love love the guy to death. He he was able to take a raw talent like Patrick Mahomes, who had the athleticism with his father, who played for the Rangers. In case anyone hasn't watched a Chiefs game for the last fucking three years, where they tout about it all the time. But you know, when you have when you have that raw athleticism there, and then obviously from there, now you have a a, a quarterback guru who can make you know Don McNabb and Michael Vick and all these you know yeah. quarterbacks yep. they're not the sole reason but he can fine-tune it and make these quarterbacks look good you, you know that's the next step like I you're think, saying like where Kingsbury couldn't do anything with the raw talent there I Murray's think the looking secret, dang good though I think Man, the yeah. secret and so the Reed McCoy. is he lets players <laughs> play like he he lets you go out there and do your thing yeah yeah and and so you know, with with Mahomes, I love watching Mahomes. He is the 
to me, he is the most exciting quarterback in the NFL at this moment. And so that's that's why when I see when it comes to the AFC, Kansas City is definitely a team I cheer for. I you know I kind of wonder how much he did become a father this past year. Is he you know this past year he hasn't looked the same as he had the past couple years? Is that because of rest? Is that because of him looking at the future? You know I have Trent, no idea. Trent can comment on that. I mean Trent's Trent's the only father of he all can, of us. He can, <laughs> but he again. Yeah, you know, person to person, you you never know what's going through another person's head. No, exactly. and, and, and Clark, you and I are leading into fatherhood, and I know for sure my life has been a lot more busier. That's for sure. Trying to get I, things prepared. Yeah, I agree. How, how many how many TDs are you two throwing for though? Um, I'm, I'm good we... for at least one or two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, <laughs> that's more than Mahomes had last week. That's, exactly. That... That's the yeah. biggest, but my biggest question is with with Kingsbury. Like, how how did he go from Mahomes to not? He didn't have a great record at Texas A and M. To now he's leading the NFC. He's beating Aaron Rodgers at the moment. He's beating uh, who is it court Lafleur. He's beating Lafleur at the moment. It's it's pretty impressive the transformation he's made from college to NFL. Like, I feel like that's just. I feel like the NFL is more managing your talent than it is true. Than recruiting and, exactly. and developing the and players. And then optimizing exactly. your talent where you can't at schools like Texas Tech. I say at just... Texas Tech, he had to get those players there. Could he get a great offensive line? Maybe not. Did he get Mahomes? Sure. Was he able to do much with Mahomes because he didn't have a great offensive line? Nope. All right, so yeah. football is a complete sport, <laughs> and in the NFL, you know he he gives Kyler Murray a great set of tools to go out there and be Kyler Murray. I think I honestly think the Arizona Cardinals might be the most talented offensive team there is. I you might rival with Kansas City and the Bucks, but I mean you've got fucking. Hopkins, you've got AJ Green, you've got Randall Moore, you've got uh the third one, Kirk. Uh Christian they picked Kirk. up like, Zach Ertz this year as well. Yeah, yeah. they picked yep. up Zach Ertz. Like, I mean, they are extremely fucking talented. Be tough. If Kyler stays I mean, healthy, they would be can, can you name can you name an offensive lineman on that team? No. No, why would you need to? It, well, I'm just I'm just their... curious. This it's not like they have a, a super dominant pass. Uh, you know, pass line or a super dominant run line or anything like that. So, well, they don't have any Tristan Wirfs. I get that. Exactly. So this is this is something I wanted to bring up because I, I, for me, I thought this was ridiculous as a Vikings fan. Kirk Cousins led the Vikings to a lead to win the game against the Detroit Lions with what was it, Trent? I think a minute fifty left or something like that. Close yeah. to that. Stephen A. Smith, who makes way more money, again, like I said, I'll ever see, blames Kirk Cousins for not being a leader for the defense to stop the Lions. Why would Kirk Cousins, the QB of the Minnesota Vikings, have to be the leader for the defense to stop Yeah, the that's offense? bullshit. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I know Kirk Cousins is easy to crap on. I'm not the guy to do that. I mean, the last two, three seasons – Trent, my buddy uh, Chad, who's Trent's gotten to know through Twitter, I have always stood up for Kirk Cousins. I, I, whether right or wrong, you know that's that's up for discussion. 
But how can you blame Kirk Cousins for not leading the defense to stop Jared Goff? I mean, I can't believe Kirk Cousins didn't make Harrison Smith make all those interceptions to right. give the Vikings the ball back. This Come is bullshit. Is, Freaking is Kirk Cousins is the worst. Is he playing cornerback along with Dantzler and Breland? <laughs> I don't know how good Breland was for Kansas City. You two can tell me how Breland was for Kansas City. Breland has been an absolute dumpster fire for the Vikings. He has feel, been absolute garbage for the Vikings. I feel like cornerback is always a losing position, no matter Tough how position. good of how good you play. The NFL is a passing league. Yes. It will always favor the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. No matter how well you play at cornerback, you're always going to be blamed. But to blame the quarterback of any team, I don't care if it's Kirk, I don't care if it's Dak Prescott, I don't care if it's Murray. Rodgers, Brady, whoever. How can you blame them for not being good enough of a leader for the defense to stop the Lions from getting a touchdown? I'm that, sorry. Yeah, that, that is that the is, dumbest take I have ever taken. That is bullshit. It, it's kind of like comparing, oh, it's, you know, Brady versus, you know, freaking Manning here. Well, it's not really Brady versus Manning. It's Brady versus, you know, Colts, Broncos defense, whatever. Exactly. Like, exactly. it's never quarterback versus. Exactly. It's just the dumbest take I've ever seen. I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins, you can crap on him all you want, all you want, but if he was on any other team with a defense that wasn't ranked 30th in the league, he would be looking like an MVP at the moment. All right, anything else on the NFL? Nope. Nothing? Nothing against that defense. Uh, the quarterbacks. Clark, where'd you go? Well, I dropped out there. I didn't hear anybody, so I didn't talk anymore. I mean, okay. I said it was complete shit, and I lost everybody after that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was just here cleaning the bottom of my whiskey glass, you know. I made my point, and I didn't hear anybody, so I was just waiting to hear what happened. We were Everyone should check out the new profile pics we have on Facebook and Twitter. Are we finishing up here? Are we talking about the NCAA's booziest fans? Um, I'm ready for bed. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let, let, let's I gotta wrap be up, up in that. four hours. Let's wrap <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah, let, let's wrap quick. it up. We'll, we'll yeah. do some of the fun. We we went way long. Let's do some of the fun yeah. cast next week. So. All right, everybody, thanks for sticking with us uh, through the fun cast. This is uh, one of our favorite podcasts to do. Um, let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you want to hear. Hit us up on the social media accounts. What are the socials, Joey? Yep, Twitter and Instagram, both at Heartland Pulse. And then hit us up on Facebook and now YouTube. Uh, just look us up, Pulse of the Heartland. We're there. We just put new... New logos up for everybody, and we also just put a new profile pic up for everything. So let's do that shit. Yep, that logo definitely looks a lot cleaner than what we used to have. Yes, so. I like it, and yeah. so does the profile pic. Um, uh, good, good job to Trent for that logo. We got to give uh, kudos to Trent. Appreciate you. Good job. Yeah, I, I did, I did just look at uh, the Twitter account. Yes, thank you, Joy, for putting that as like our header or whatever you call that You're picture. Welcome. It's uh, grabbing the bull by the horns. Apparently, that's what we're doing here at Pulse of the Heartland. <laughs> All right. Exactly. We, we're really inspired by White Goodman. That's yes. Cool. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. Have a good weekend. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. Bye, everybody.